Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic This this Week in WordPress and SaaS. This is episode 748. Got a great guest. We've had a pre-show chat. It sounds like we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Got Chalesia Levin. I've just butchered her Christian name and surname, but I did warn her. As you know, listeners and viewers, I do it almost every week. Um, and also, I've got my co-host Kurt Chalesia. Um, would you like to put me right about how to pronounce your surname and um, first name and surname? First of yes. all. It's Talisha Llewellyn. Thank you so much. Very odd, though, so great chance. She is a sport. She is laughing. She's not scowling, um, listeners and viewers. Uh, uh, bless her heart. I'll give her full marks for that. And um, Kirk, would you um, like to give the listeners and viewers an introduction about yourself? Sure, love to. Uh, my name is Kurt Von Annen. I own a company called Manana Nomas. I focus primarily on membership and learning websites and uh, do a little public speaking here and there. Love to, love to do this one. Chalesia um, helps uh, set up a um, business um, called WP Connects that helps ex-servicemen in the U.S. military tran- um, translate their skills into WordPress. It's a fantastic um, setup. Um, I think there's a lot of interest about how do you get into the WordPress community. Uh, I think it's going to be a fabulous discussion. Before we get into the main part of the interview, I've got a commercial break for a couple of our major sponsors. We'll be back in a minute, folks. Are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging? Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses. Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. Hi there, folks. It's Jonathan Denwood here, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, and that's Zolo.com. If you've got a WordPress website, a membership website, and you're looking to link it with a great financial management package, Zolo can provide this solution. So all your bookkeeping needs are done through Zolo. If you need new inbox email functionality and you don't want to pay the high charges that Google will charge you, Zolo offers a great email inbox platform. They've got over 50 apps and services that all integrate fantastic with WordPress at great value levels and they almost always offer a fully functioning free product as well. So it's just amazing value. Also, if you're a WordPress developer or agency owner, Zolo are looking for great partnerships in the WordPress space. 
To get all this information, all you have to do, folks, is just go over to Zolo.com and they have the products that you're looking for. Thank you so much, Zolo, for supporting WP Tonic and the Machine Membership Shows. It's much appreciated. We're coming back, folks. I just want to point out, if you're looking to build a great partnership with a great hosting company, why not look at WP Tonic? We specialise in the hosting and learning management, large membership websites and Buddy Boss community websites. We provide all the consultation to help you build something fantastic for your clients. Plus, we provide a suite of software and great hosting that you need for this type of website. If that sounds interesting, becoming a partner with WP Tonic and the possibility of earning great ongoing commission, um, go over to WP Tonic slash partners, WP Tonic slash partners. So, Chalizia, um, can you just uh, go um, a bit into about your background and what the kind of story is about how the idea around WP Connects got formatted. And um, we had a pre-show chat and you said you've been now coming up to your first anniversary. But what what led to the forming of the idea around WP Connects? So, excuse me, whenever um, I was working at Postatus as their um, director of operations, And when we were really having these like member chats and just conversations with companies within the WordPress community, one thing we kept hearing was that there was a need for fully trained developers and hiring personnel. And it's not that there's not, you know, personnel or people trying to get into WordPress, but how do you really um, tell us somebody is trained and if they can be a developer or front end back and what, you know, what does that really entail? So around that time, um, I met with a gentleman that uh, his name's Hector Guerra at Era Solutions. And it was kind of a chance of fate meeting, if you will. And so we started talking and he said that he had military personnel that needed hiring. And I was like, well, I have companies that need to, you know, to hire people. And so while I was at Post Status, I was spending the majority of my time trying to put this program together. Um, and there's a few different programs we'll talk about, but um, Corey and Lindsay, the um, owners of PostStatus, finally were like, you know, why don't you just start your own company? This is something you're passionate about, obviously. So that was kind of the formation of WP Connects. And um, our business is really modeled off of Hector's. He runs um, similar programs and has really been a very good mentor in the space um, and has been helping us really reach and contact a lot of our military personnel. Yeah, it's a fantastic concept. It's, um, I think, it, especially with a equitable company like yourself, because obviously, um, I don't know too much about this. So, um, if I, I make some fundamental mistakes, I'm sure you're going to put me correct. But my understanding is that um, ex-servicemen, when they're going into accredited training, they can get financial support and financial resources. But I, I think uh, a few years ago, there was a particular um, college that was providing um, courses, a private college that was providing courses in the creative digital arts that got um, a lot of criticism about how the courses they were offering, the prices, the uh, and just 
the support and training they were offering um, ex-servicemen. So I suppose, you know, has that been something you've also been concentrating, getting your um, the process of getting your company identified um, so you could offer services to servicemen mm-hmm. where um, they can utilise the financial resources that they're offered? Yes, um, that's where we have our credentialing assistance program, and that is funded through the Department of Defense or the DOD, and um, that's for active duty military personnel, so they can get that um, extra training while they're in the military. The purpose of it is so whenever they um, go to separate, they have a credential that can help them get a better paying job whenever they get out, Um, because that's kind of a problem right now is that um, their skills just aren't exactly transferable. They have very good um, uh, baseline skills and very, I mean, a lot of skills that are employers can use, but it's not exactly transferable or translatable. Yeah. And so um, the military and Department of Defense was, you know, having this issue of all these people getting out, but then they can't get a job. They've spent 20 years doing you know, X, Y, Z in the military, but for some reason they can't get a job in the civilian sector. And so that's where they've came up with the credentialing assistance program, which I said does have funding through the DOD. And then our skill bridge program is within the last 180 days of their service contract. So they are not re-upping. They're not going back for another, uh, you know, term with their contract. They are getting out. So in the last 180 days, they could join a skill bridge program, which also has to be approved by the DOD and um, Army Ignited and a few other places, but there is not direct funding. So they, uh, the students get to join for free. They don't have to pay. Um, but also my company doesn't get paid for them either. It's just one of those um, really just helping them transition. And it's a 12-week um, hands-on course. We have an instructor. Um, ours is through Zoom um, or Teams because, you know, we have so we've had a couple in Germany. We have soldiers from all over and we want them to be able to access our course. And so it is an instructor led. Our CA course is instructor managed or provided. Um, but the skill bridge is instructor led. Um, and then after they get out of um, after that 12 weeks, our hiring partners can hire them directly or we can. Um, we're starting the assessment process to enter people into our newly formed apprenticeship program. So currently we have an apprenticeship program in Texas, almost Oklahoma, and about to be Arkansas and Ohio. So wow. once we get five states, then we'll be a nationally uh, recognized wow. apprenticeship program. And that's just better for our employers and um, our service members because then we're not, we're not bind by states. Um, right now there's some qualifications kind of there. But once we're nationally accredited, um, those kind of just go by the wayside. But um, so there is funding um, and there are programs set up by um, the DOD and the military to really help them try to hit that transition to better themselves whenever they get out. Well, I can can only imagine the amount of work that you've been doing. Um, Over over to you, Kurt. I'm I'm actually kind of fascinated. Uh, I worked corporately in motorsports, engine stuff. And so... I was always intrigued at the idea that the military would teach guys how to work on helicopters and Humvees and, and stuff. And then they would come back, as you well know, they come back and it's like, well, how do I integrate? How do I become part of society again? Um, what, like, what obstacles do you specifically face, like, especially in the WordPress space or getting military to adapt to, you know, the tech environment? 
You know, I think sometimes it's not exactly just our military adapt. They're very adaptable. That sounds weird to throw them in a group and say they, but um, you know, the military has really trained them um, and these people to adapt to a lot of different situations and to overcome adversity. So what we're really finding in our skill bridge course is not that they're not exactly adapting. They are um, eager to learn and they want to learn. Um, and so the problem that I'd probably say the challenging part we have right now um, are our interviews. Um, you know, a lot of these men and women came in at 18 and joined the military or 20, but they never had to do an interview. They never wrote a resume. So in one hand, they are behind um, their competitors, if you will, or other people going for the same job. Um, we, we had one gentleman um, tell one of our hiring companies that he would work overtime for free. Just because, and then I, so they're like, oh, we don't want to touch him with a tip of, you know, there's work laws and all this other stuff. And that makes us nervous that he's not going to transition right. And I'm like, okay, well, we have mentors set up to help them transition. But also, like, let's look at what he's really trying to say. What he's trying to say is, I'm willing to do the work and put in the extra hours and to do this. So it's trying to find a way to get them to um, hone their enthusiasm and answer questions that are not going to make our company shy away, but also to explain to our companies like this is um, this is where they're at. And you can't compare them exactly with um, other people because they haven't had to do these um, level types of interviews or scrutiny. But it's um, and the other side is trying to train somebody in 12 weeks. It's uh, we're constantly adapting that skill bridge program. Um, we're just now in talks with OS training, Robbie at OS training. She's going to um, yeah. donate a uh, tailor made course for our military personnel. Cause I went with her to, uh, with our uh, syllabus currently. And I'm like, this just is not working, which I, I didn't create it. And I finally got my hands on it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is why I I'm figuring out why we're not really hitting what I would consider my mark. Um, and so I contacted Robbie, who's also helping us build the um, WordPress credential, and she was exceptionally helpful. So we're really just trying to find a way to give these men and women a baseline education. So they're not, um, and we've had some, well, they're not fully trained. And I'm like, you still have to onboard. You know, we're giving them the baseline education and trying to get them um, to do it. And we have uh, students that have went above and beyond. Um, they take our coursework and then they've went and enrolled in a few other courses or have gotten on WordPress.org and done a lot of self-learning. Um, I've hired one of them and he is fantastic. Um, but it's it really is that transition from um, very structured, regimented um, time in the military to, you know, very open in the civilian world. And so it even goes into like time. Um, I told our employee um he was working on a project and I was like, okay, it'll be due at like end of the month time, you know, whatever else, not even thinking it was Christmas. So he messages me on Christmas Eve and asked for an extension because the next day was Christmas and he wanted to be with his family. And I was like, like just horrified at myself for not even, you know, recognizing that they would, he would um, not take Christmas Eve and Christmas day off for his family, but instead trying to complete this project um, that, he was working on. And so it really was, it's just trying to be aware and being very specific with your language, but 
it's there are challenges, but mostly it's just between um, employer and getting them to say the right things in their interviews has been it's very interesting. Yeah, thanks. I, you know, it, it's I can see that the soft skills would be an obstacle, but think of the bonus, right? Like j- mm-hmm. employers now are having a hard time getting people to show up for work. And it seems to be the opposite complaint you're having, right? These guys yeah. will show up all the time. Well, and that's the thing. We always say you hire for character, you train for skill. You can't, you don't have the time or the money to sit here and train character. These, the military spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on each person, making sure that they have the character they need for the business. And so they really do have those soft skills of uh, eagerness. They're not afraid to answer, you know, ask a question. They're also not going to sit there and say they know something if they don't, because in the military, that could be, you know, not to be dramatic, but that could be life or death in that situation. So they are taught to like, you have to ask questions or if you don't know something you need to speak up, which um, is a problem. You know, I own a couple of companies. I work a couple of different jobs. That is a problem with people not stepping forward and saying, Hey, no, I actually don't know how to do this. Can you explain it again? Um, So their soft skills to me way outweigh their technical knowledge because you could teach that. Um, And we're proving that you can teach that. It's not, you know, teaching old dog new tricks. It's they are willing to learn and they want to be, in this space. Nice, nice. Jonathan? Yeah, um, the WordPress um, sector is a very diverse sector, isn't it? Because you've got a lot of freelance work around and a lot of people that are freelancers. But um, I think the sector you're dealing with are kind of medium to larger companies now. Um, I'm just... I'm just assuming this based on my own thoughts. Um, A very old title, Webmaster, that became very, um, very old-fashioned termed. I think in some ways it's coming back a little bit, where organisations are looking for somebody that's got some, a medium to large organisation is looking for somebody that has a, a diverse spread of digital skills from visual to marketing to some coding, but not a full-time developer skill level. Am I right about that, or am I totally off target there? I don't know. I don't think that is totally off target. Um, I think WordPress is changing, and I've had um, – and changing in a, in a particular way is what I mean – um, and I've had this conversation with a couple of different people now about how when you're hiring in the WordPress space, it's not just developers. It's not just front end, back end. It's not just coders. Um, but you are needing HR people. You are needing marketing people. You're needing uh, project managers. You're needing, um, you know, uh, CFOs, CEOs, you know, all of these different levels of people now. Um, and that's the great thing um, about the people we're bringing in is that they have several different types of skills. We have people that have had no tech background, but um, the last Kilbridge course, I had a gentleman that had done nothing but human resources for the military. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a firefighter. That was, that one was very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, you know, that's a good career. Why are you coming over to this sector? Um, but, you know, it, it was very, it's very interesting. And then we did have... You, did you find out why? No, you know, I never asked him, um, but I, I didn't want to be that nosy. Yeah. You know, I kind of wanted to be nosy, yeah. but 
I was like, okay, you know, you want to be here. And that's what, you know, matters to us is that you um, are wanting to be here and really go through with this. Um, and then we had seven project managers. Um, we had two drone operators or they had worked in some type of tech and done uh, drones and satellite type management stuff too. So we have this vast array of people that have um, a lot of different skill sets and knowledge. Um, so we're still teaching them the baseline, same thing about WordPress, because um, in my opinion, you should know how those site works. Um, even for me, I I can create a website. You don't want mine. Ask Michelle for shit. I break ours all the time. You know, it's not my fingers. I was on the phone with one of uh, my guys yesterday trying to fix our certified WP website because I broke it again. And so, but for my skills, I need to know how the site works. So then I can sit there and say, you know, okay, we need to do X, Y, Z. I know it can do it. I don't know how though. So I could go find the person that can make that happen. Um, so I think knowing that just that baseline um, of what the website can do and what WordPress is capable of is very important for project managers or um, marketing or, you know, just just vast array of people. So we are bringing in several people that have other skill sets beyond just, you know, coding and development, um, but teaching them how this how WordPress works and the community and really just giving them that other skill set um, to where if they do want to learn how to be um, a coder or developer, they can, but you do have um, this other skill level. Yeah. Cause just a quick follow through question before we go for a break, because when it comes to the development side, obviously it's been a large change or transitional period for WordPress where um, PHP is still important, but um, the JavaScript um, front-end side of things is becoming more and more important. Obviously, you can't teach somebody to be a proficient JavaScript developer in 12 weeks. Um, that's... Uh, it may be lower intermediate, one year high intermediate two years proficient three to four year kind of um if you're really focused um mm. so how so what is the 12 week course it's just an introduction to, to the fundamentals of wordpress and tech and then you give them resources and give them some idea about how to what areas that they might need to focus for a specific career path is that yeah. So basically, we're like, if they're wanting to do major, like actually learn JavaScript, there is a credentialing assistance course they can take to get that JavaScript credential. Um, and that that takes them a little while, um, obviously still to be proficient. Um, we are currently teaching the Web Foundation Associate, which gives a lot of baseline um it's not really specific to any like JavaScript. It has a lot of different um, areas in it. And then we're creating the WordPress credential, which is where we would hope um, all of our students eventually will be it, is that they have to have that WordPress credential to get into the WordPress SkillBridge course, to get into the WordPress apprenticeship program. Um, but within that WordPress um, SkillBridge course, that 12-week course, um, currently they're learning a little bit of a lot, if you know what I mean. They're learning CSS, they're learning JavaScript, PHP, there's Linux, um, and then they have to build three websites throughout the length of the course. 
Um, along with a few other, like the syllabus we currently have um, is a little, uh, in my opinion, a little daunting. Um, and we're teaching them, like I said, a, a lot, a little bit of a lot, which means, you know, a whole lot of nothing. So that's where we're trying to um, funnel it down to where we're teaching them a lot of a little bit. So it will be um, front end development. There will be a little bit of backing because we want them to test them both out. Like, which one do you want to do? Are you interested in one or both? Um, are you not interested in either one and you want to do something completely different, but still be in the WordPress space? So we have um, just this basic introduction. And so that's where the WordPress credential, in my opinion, will be paramount to what we can teach in the SkillBridge course. Because if we have people learning um, that front-end development credential, then we could spend the SkillBridge course getting into the back-end. Because um, you do need to know front-end before you do back-end, or else you're not going to know the translation. You're not going to realize what it's actually looking like on the front-end and how to use it as a user. And so we're really getting um, into that. Um, but currently, we are, um, you know, crawl, walk, run, military standard. You have to teach them how to crawl, walk, and then we're building that website. And so as we're sitting here um, and revamping our SkillBridge course with each uh, class that comes out, just seeing what works so we find something and we're able to at least stick with it, um, we're really going to be in that crawl and walk stage. And the apprenticeship program is where they're going to learn to run. So they'll really learn with that mentor. They have to have um, a mentor to be in the apprenticeship program. So that falls back on um, our companies that are willing to hire and take on an apprentice, um, as well as uh, WP Connects. We're also starting um, an apprenticeship course through WP Connect. Mm -hmm. So we're getting out and getting um, just lower. I hate to say lower. That sounds terrible. Oh, yeah. um, but, you know, just smaller mm -hmm. companies that are just starting out that need a website um, that want to support military veterans and want to um, really help them engage in their learning. And so then our uh, veterans within the WordPress or the WP Connects um, apprenticeship program will be building those websites with a mentor. Um, and then if they go to another company, that company will train them how to do what they want to do. So currently, um, Zao, uh, Core PHP, I might be saying Zao wrong. Sorry, Justin, if I'm saying it wrong. And um, Innately are all willing to be apprenticeship programs for us. So they will hire one or how many of apprentices they want and basically onboard them and train them in their company. It's a good way to see if somebody's a good fit for your company too. Um, so they learn based on standards and this really fun thing. Um, but you're also helping somebody and you're getting cheaper labor, I guess. So it's a, it really is a win-win for companies, but really getting these people the hands-on experience. We have some that have a lot of experience in tech, but they can't get hired because they don't have uh, the job experience, but they have the education experience. So it, it bridges that gap. Well, that's great. We're going to go for our break, folks. Got some more questions to ask. Um, I think it's been an interesting discussion. We will be back in a few moments, folks. Hey, it's Spence from LaunchFlows.com. If you've been looking for a fast and easy way to create powerful sales funnels on WordPress, then look no further than LaunchFlows. In just minutes, you can easily create instant registration, upsells, downsells, order bumps, one-click checkouts, one-time offers, custom thank you pages, and best of all, no coding is required. For as little as $50 per year, you can own and control your entire sales funnel machine with LaunchFlows. Get your copy today. 
This podcast episode is brought to you by Lifter LMS, the leading learning management system solution for WordPress. If you or your client are creating any kind of online course, training-based membership website, or any type of e-learning project, Lifter LMS is the most secure, stable, well-supported solution on the market. Go to LifterLMS.com and save 20% at checkout with coupon code PODCAST20. That's PODCAST20. Enjoy the rest of your show. We're coming back, folks. We're talking about training, a change of career, looking at WordPress, tech, the armed forces. Where else on a WordPress podcast could you hear this conversation? Uh, um, but before we go into the second half of this great discussion, I just want to point out, um, if you're looking for some great deals from our sponsors and you're looking for a created list of the best plugins for different type of jobs, um, we've done a lot of the hard lifting for you. You can find this created list of plugins plus some great special offers by going over to WP Tonic. Um, Oh, my mind's gone blank. Oh, sorry, folks. My mind's gone blank. Go over to WP Tonic Deals. That's it. WP Tonic slash deals. And you find all that knowledge there. So let's go forth. Um, I don't, I want to touch. I think I mentioned it in the first half, but I don't want to go into down it because I think what you're doing is fascinating and a lot of work, but I, it's the kind of elephant in the room. Um, and I mentioned it. At the beginning of the introduction, you um, there was a, um, I think it was under the Obama administration. There there was a lot of problems with private colleges offering training to servicemen, and they basically were taken to the cleaners, and it kind of soured. I'm imagining that it soured all the reputable people that were, everybody was kind of quasar tarnished with the same brush. And it's very regrettable, I would imagine. Um, is this something you've had to deal with and struggle as you tried to build your own presence in this area and your syllabus? Not, I wouldn't say exactly for us. Um, there are certain uh, standards now that you have to uh, meet to be able to train military personnel now. So I do know a few years ago when they first started a couple of these programs, um, there were companies, um, I don't know names, I probably wouldn't name them if I did, but literally did just take the government funding and ran and left our military personnel kind of hanging. Um, they didn't receive the training or it wasn't proper training. So um the DOD now has certain standards. You have to at least have a two-year-old company. Um, you have to have a training history. You have to have um, a lot of different things. Even your SkillBridge program, you have to get so many people hired out of your program every month or every cohort. Um, so they're really trying to crack down on requirements um, and also the documentation you have. We have to document how many people actually received the credential, how many failed it, how many passed. And so there's a lot of documentation now um, that kind of sucks that you have to do. Well, it's not, it's not that surprising, isn't it? Because you find, I'm just basing this on my past experience, I might be totally wrong, is that when you get a kind of quasar scandal like that, the reaction goes over the OTT, it goes from one not enough 
um, um, observation or um, management, and it goes to the totally opposite, uh, uh, a load of document fest, basically. Yeah, definitely. And it's one of those you can't um, almost complain about it because you have you understand it. Um, yes. Any government contract, any government monies that you take has a crap ton of documentation at the end of it. Um, and that's where we're looking into um, grants. Uh, we are a woman-owned, and um, I'm Native American, so we're a Native-owned or minority-owned company. And um, then we hire a lot of veterans. I myself am not one. Um, tons of military and family and whatever else that are in there, but just not uh, me personally. I made a recruiter very mad taking my Social Security card back. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that um, we're able to get government funding but I've shied away from some grants just because of the paperwork. You know, we're, I'm trying to get our programs off the ground, and I'd rather spend my time getting those off the ground before we really start looking into more grants and funding opportunities. Yeah, I can totally understand that. Over to you, Kurt. Hey, Talisha, I want to um, kind of roll back. You, you had said something that reminds me of a conversation that Jonathan and I have had multiple times, and that's like the role in WordPress. So like everyone says they're a developer. And then when you get down to it, like I'm not a developer, I'm an implementer. I'm someone that take, takes puzzle pieces and glues them together. Yeah. But I, I don't build this stuff, right? Um, what's like your personal background, your personal path in WordPress that led you to, to your passion and where you're at today? So my WordPress background, I think started like a lot of other people, COVID. <laughs> I was uh, a social, I've done social work for many years uh, with Cherokee Nation and also with the state of Oklahoma. And so I was a program field rep. So I was going out and training daycares on how to, um, I hate to say handle, but how to give children a little extra love, the ones that, you know, need it. We don't want to say problem kiddos, but so I'm doing that and we got sent home. And during COVID, I also own a farm that has cows and chickens and all this other fun stuff. So the meat shortage came up and I'm like, well, there's not a meat shortage. I have meat in my field, you know, like they still got four legs and they're moving, but we have meat. And so we really started looking in. we as my husband and I started looking into um, starting a, a meat processing business um, or just wholesaling our beef. So we got our license to wholesale. Well, then we couldn't find a butcher. So I'm like, okay, I got to get a website so I can, you know, do this. So I call up, oh, Corey Miller, you know, the one person I knew in tech space and was like, hey, my guy, I need a website. Tell me how to do this. And so that's whenever I built my first website um, was our farm website, which is still operational. Um, I haven't broke it too much. And so I've had to come up with a couple of workarounds because I still can't get WooCommerce to work. It's me. It's not it. And so we have some workarounds that work for me. Probably it's not efficient, but it works. And then um, Corey called me one day. I had, I'm had i also a foster adoptive parent. So I just got um, my youngest daughter who we're adopting um, in March. But um, I just got her out of the NICU and had her home sitting there doing the total mother thing of being overwhelmed and crying. And, you know, I'm just like the baby's crying, whatever else. And he calls and was like, I want to go into business with you. And I was like, sure. You know, cause that's a normal response to being overwhelmed. Let's add another job. And so he and I started um, a fun little company 
we never really got it off the ground. And then he asked me to come into post status. And I was like, okay, you know, yeah, sure. I'd love to get out of social work and do something in this field. And everybody I had met in WordPress was beyond fantastic. And so um, that is what led me to it. Um, But to kind of touch on a point um, you just made about um, everybody says they're a developer. But I mean, I could technically, I built five websites. I could technically claim that title. So that's really where the WordPress credential has came in is because we're trying to get a standardized level of education. So So companies hiring knows that, you know, okay, you have this level of credentialing we know what your baseline education is and we know where you can go off of. And likewise, you said um, about uh, there's a lot of freelancers. Well, you're trying to get a job and you're trying to sit here and say, yes, I'm a developer and I can do these things. But to a lot of people, that doesn't that can mean you built one website to so you built 100. You know, nobody fully understands. And so that's where the WordPress credentialing is coming in um, to really try to hopefully standardize that. Perfect. Perfect. Right. Um, so, um, you know, you've been doing this for about a year. What what, what has been the biggest learning uh, events on this, on this journey so far that you didn't understand or have been surprises so far, the areas that you didn't anticipate that um, you now realise that are crucial in, in your objectives to move this on? That is a very good question. I feel like this whole thing has been a learning experience. <laughs> you know, starting any business, there are, you know, just crazy ups and downs. Um, I was having a conversation with um, Lance Robert, uh, Robinson. Robertson. Sorry, Lance. And um, we were talking, you know, he has just launched his own company. And it seems like in the first year, every obstacle you run into is financial. <laughs> Every time you turn around, there's some type of financial obligation or obstacle that is, you know, just hitting you here. You have these majorly high peaks and then these major lows. And so, um, you know, we've gotten contracts just to find out that they were being pulled or um, with the government contracts, especially with the CA program, our CA program funds the whole company. And they shut down for two years every year. Well, then this year there was also the, you know, the kind of power shift in um, the government, not, you know, trying to get into political stuff, but um, it was the power shift and that made the program shut down for four months. So now here we are into January where we haven't received funding since October, you know, September, October area. And then on top of that, they started, um, they created a new website, new system that is not working. So that's backed it up even further. So it's companies like mine that are really um, struggling on that financial as- you know, aspect because the government funding was supposed to be opened up in November, December, and here we are in February, and it's just now starting to trickle through. Um, and it's really not looking like it's going to fully open until almost April. So there's that aspect, and then there's, you know, how do we get in front of these soldiers? How do we um, show them that we really care about them? There's some programs out there that still are in it to make the money. Um, where we care about the people. One, we care about them because we want them to come into our community, but I want my programs to work well because my name is on it. And I want to be able to show my face in this community still after, you know, training these people. Um, And so there's a lot of that or each company needs something different. So how do I train um, these soldiers to be able to hit 
every level and it's, it's not possible on that standpoint. So we're trying to hit the most and, you know, just talk to companies about those soft skills and how they are trainable and how we can get them there. And, you know, the other aspect is how do I get in front of the companies that have hiring needs? Um, and, you know, hitting that side of it. Um, and then also getting them to understand um, the people that they're interviewing are not going to probably be their best interview they've ever had in their life, but that doesn't mean that they can't do the job. Um, so it's re- there's really multiple facets that, um, like I said, some weeks I'm like, yeah, 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 we, you know, we got it, we got it, we got it. And then like the next day, it's just like. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot of, but, you know, I've worked for myself almost all my adult life. There's all. It's always a kind of chicken and egg scenario. There's, you know, you can't you can't do one thing because you ain't got the other, and you can't you can't do the other thing because you ain't got that. It's a it's a jigsaw puzzle all the yeah. time. Um, so it's always interesting. Over to you, Kurt. Oh, you're muted, Kurt. Sorry. See, I'm not a professional either. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that takes us to our time machine question, Jonathan. Yes. Talisha, uh, if you could use a time machine and go back in time to the beginning of your career, what <laughs> advice might you give yourself? Hmm. You know, I think the biggest one would probably be better work-life balance. Um, you know, I wouldn't change necessarily the career field I went into originally um, because social work gave me a lot of knowledge, a lot of human knowledge, a lot of experiential knowledge that transfers over into many facets of um, everything that I do from my personal life to professional life. So I wouldn't exactly change my career path, but I do believe it would be more about um, living for the moment. I still struggle with that. Um, I'm a five years down the road, you know, this is where we're going to be and really still struggle with in the moment. Um, And especially having children, there's times that, you know, I I work a day job while I'm trying to get WP Connects and certified WP off the ground and having to pick my kids up and being on the phone. And my daughter just wants to tell me about her day in kindergarten or, you know, the little kids whenever I pick them up and um, or really just taking time to prioritize my family needs along with trying to prioritize my company because that's how, um, you know, we pay for our bills. But at the same point in time, um, I still want my children to know that I was there for them. And though I was trying to be successful on one side, I still want to be a successful parent too. Yeah. Having it all is a, having it all is a hard offer. It is. You don't, I don't succeed all the time. It's just a work in progress, but I would definitely say my time machine moment would maybe learning how to do that um, at an earlier age. Maybe that that should be the the takeaway from that is that I wish that I was I would have learned it earlier instead of still trying to figure it out. Um, I'm not old by any means, but um, you know, trying to figure it out before I had um, got my children and started a family, I think it would have been a little bit easier. Yeah, I think that's a great one. Yeah, so um, what are some of the books, uh, online personality, websites, anything out there that you regularly, um, if you hear their name or they produce a bit of content or something, you think, I'm going to watch that or read it. You know, are there any kind of um, people that you regularly follow that's helped you on your own journey? Yeah, there are quite a few people that have really helped me. Um, 
I wouldn't say books or um, like podcasty things. Mine is legitimately just personal connections I made in WordPress. There are um, several people. The thing that I always promote about this community is that everybody is ungodly helpful. Um, and they do it without wanting financial um, gain at the end. You know, they are genuinely sharing their knowledge. Um, I said Michelle Frechette, uh, that woman, I swear to, I cannot buy her enough coffees on this planet. Um, cannot thank her enough. Will never be able um, to be where I am without Michelle's help. Um, the same thing with, you know, like Robbie totally stepping up and helping us get a course and me just being like, this is the problem I'm having this is what I think the solution is, but you've done training in this space for so long. Um, where do you think that we should go and how do you think we should go about it? Um, and the same thing, Nikki at Liquid Web. Um, very, very helpful person. Anytime that I'm like, hey, I just need to pick your brain, the calendar link just gets immediately sent and they dedicate an hour out of their busy, busy day um, or Michelle, her evenings to uh, proofread anything that I post, Michelle's pro proofread it. Um, she hates my capital letters. I put capital letters everywhere just because I want to. Um, you know, I may, I blaze my own trail and I'm going to put those capital letters wherever I want them. And she's like, delete, stop it. <laughs> I can tell you wrote this, quit it. Um, so yeah, it's more personal connections or, you know, even like post status. Um, I made a lot of my personal connections while I worked at post status. Um, and Lindsay and Corey, um, I know, have been very, very helpful to several people in the community. I'm lucky enough to be related to them. Um, so they get my, you know, I get their help for free anyways. But um, either way, the community is just beyond helpful. I have not, um, I haven't met one person, I should say, that was just like, no, I'm not going to help or no, I'm not going to give you advice. And so that's where I would say my most help has been is probably not um, reading or listening to a podcast, but actually picking somebody's brain and listening to their experience share. Oh, that's fantastic to hear. And I, I would agree with you. I think it's one of the strengths of the WordPress community is that it, especially it's deteriorated a little bit because of COVID, um, because a lot of that used to come with the, um, the WordPress meetups and um Obviously, COVID's had an effect on that, but it's still there. I think we're going to wrap it up now, Chalicia. Um, I, I keep doing it, don't I? But I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, she's been a champ about that. Um, what's the best way for people to find out more about what you're up to and what WP Connect is doing? Um, our Website is always a good one. Um, Sophia DeRosia is um, our main person that is in the Twitter account. So if you see anything on our Twitter account, you can thank uh, Sophia. Um, but contacting us either through our Twitter DMs um, or the contact page on our website where I'm in post status Slack or anywhere that you see us, feel free to jump out and ask questions. Um, the same thing goes for Certified WP um, and the credential. You know, we're just... We're out here just trying to be helpful um, and are willing to answer any questions or meet and discuss what we got going on and what you have going on. Yeah, and all those links will be in the show notes on the WP Tonic website. So if you want to connect and learn more, you'll find all the links there. So, Kurt, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to, Kurt? The easiest, quickest way to find me is on LinkedIn. I'm the only Kurt Von Onen on LinkedIn, so it makes it easy. And I'll accept your connection. When we connect, we'll probably get an invitation to an icebreaker call and figure out how we can help each other. Cool. Uh, other than that, Manana Nomas is everything on the internet that's Manana Nomas generally leads to me. 
That's great. We will be back next week with another great interview. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind Facebook group? And also to keep up with the latest news, click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.